Good morning, my boys. Ah, here in South Africa, in Black Rhino, the Kosher Safari Tours, unbelievable. Donny and Gili Levy, Tomer Levy's brothers. It's beautiful, beautiful here. Here I am on the deck. Right over here is a water hole. Occasionally, animals come by. Now, I thought it was like a reverse Mephis that in the other place, in the Dikway, there were animals all day long, 20 elephants here, 10 elephants, then buffalo and rhino and occasional cats, lions. Give the shear, nothing, zero. And then I realized perhaps they are intimidated by my voice because I was here earlier and there's some animals and as soon as they saw me, they ran off. So who knows? Raboy Sai, we're tr going to try to do it as quick as possible. Yesterday we had a longer shear and it took eight hours to upload with a lot of Agmas Nefesh. Try to do it a little quicker. One email and we'll jump into it. And it's in Hebrew from Katriel Kanturovit. I'm just going to translate. The subject is, I just want to tell you that I love you. Rebelli, it's already more than a year that I'm learning the daf with you. Besides the records that I achieved, learning eight mesechtes in your schos, the first one of those eight, you gave me to do the siyam at the siyam in front of the whole uh, tzibor. I came to a new record. The first time in my life, I had a true tsar that I couldn't learn Torah on Tishabov. If there's no animals, at least we hear some beautiful birds. And this tsar is also in your schos. So, I think HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for every day that you have the strength to get up and teach us, and I thank your family that enables the Yeshiva Das to give yourself over to the Shir. This that you said on Matzi Shabbos, this is, in my opinion, the entire Torah on one foot. If we will erase all these ideas of different categories and different edot, how do you say dot in English? Different groups of people. And we'll stop to cat catalog, uh, catalog them. There's no Sfardim, Ashkenazim, Hasidim. And we'll learn to love everybody. So then therefore, next year, Bezer Hashem, there won't be a Tisha B'Av. There'll be a Bezer Hamikdosh. Ohev otcha, umaritz otcha. Umarich Katril Kanturov, it's beautiful, Yishkoyach. Rabbi Sai, we're going to jump right into it, but before we do that, we have to realize that it's only, I believe, two days until the next volume of Art Scroll. So, Rabbi Sai, please bring your friends, tell them and describe to them the beauty of Mesechta's Ksubis, how Gishmak every day is. It's a beautiful Mesechta. In addition, Rabbi Fischl from official catering, told me a while ago, and I keep on pushing it off. He told me, and I hope I got this clear. I know he said this, but I hope we could do this. He said that every single person who received a free Gemara and learned every single day for that Gemara, he's giving them a new free Gemara, Volume 2, Mesechtes Ksubis, Volume 2. So please let us know who you are. Please bring a friend. Every Yid, look, whoever brought Katriel Kantorovitz, changed his life. Eight Mesechtes later, you could do the same thing. You know that you have a friend out there 
that's not learning as much as he needs to learn, give him that push. And Be'ez HaShem, you'll see tremendous things. The parnas of the Kailal is because all the new people are joined. The second parnas of Kailal is Avi and Rachel Kamiansky, in memory of Rachel's mother, Rezegitl Bas Esther, Rita Shadbin Melitzi, Ishara, on, on our behalf and our children's behalf, the Mesechta. Leading Nishmas, I heard that because the, the, um, the Hebrew goes backwards over here. I forgot what the guy said. He said on the screen it looks different. Aramoshe ben Baruch Yosef, or Baruch Yosef ben Aramoshe, I don't know. And Shalom Nata ben Elazamoshe. And Azach B'chol Anyanim for my children. The second sponsor of the Masechta, Jeff Razner, and Schus, my son, Yosef Simcho Chaim ben Sarachan, or Rufu Shleimah, but the Lachan Lebuk family is like in New Jersey because Torah is That's the Parasach Hoydish. Parasach number two, Shragi Chavitz Ariel, 149 is Chus for my family, myself, and for the Tzadikim of Ariel at Sala. Parasach number three, Moshe ben Zechariah, Lili Nishmas Moshe ben Zechariah. Maybe that's what they said, Zechariah ben Moshe? Nah. Parasach number four, Benji and Esti, Israel and family, memory of Ariel, Zaydi, Moshe Menorah, and three cousins, Sarah Klein, Ricky, and Racheli Menorah, on the 12th year side, the should have all have an aliyah. Parasach number five, Dr. Avram Epstein. In memory, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna choke up now. In memory of my precious Southern Belle wife. I gotta move this away, sorry. And grandmother, Rita Gay Epstein. Parasakhesh number six, Michael Bamela, Multi Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch, Aaron Hirsh, the famous Aaron Hirsch from Lakewood to Bizarcha to make it to Umar Rashana this year. Panasashavua for Shidduch for Talia Esther Bastivia. And the last day of today's turning of the daf, Yanko Cohen, the official MDY MSP. We'll get there, Beis Hashem, when we return to Daf Mem. Today's Daf Mem. We're all the way on the bottom of Lamitess on the Beis, last line. Oynes, Shoysebatitso, we have to start moving here. The Mishnah described the difference between Oynes and Mephata. Oynes drinks out of his own bowl, his own dirty water. He made a mess. He was Ma'anes, a woman. He asked to marry her, but Mephata is not Mechiv to marry her. Omalirova, Meperazakular of Ashi. Michti Migmar Gmiri Mahadodi. Let's see, I forgot to turn this on, but we'll do it right now, and it, it's probably not going to work anyways, but we'll do it for Yosef's sake. Ask the Gemara, Michti Migmar So now, for this, we go to chart number one. Here we go. And we had this chart a number of times. There, we know there's a famous Gzair Shava between Oynes and Mephata. We have a Xerushova between Oynes and Mephata. And that Xerushova we learned that it says by one Kesef Yishkol, we know it's Shekel. But we don't know how many. By Oynes it says Chamishim Kesef, but we don't know if it's Shekel. So we take, we combine the two, Chamishim Shekel. So since we learn one from the other, So too, we shall learn the concept that you must marry your Veloisi Isha. Maybe we have a chart. Yeah. Chart number two. Veloisi Elisha. Chiyuv to marry the woman you violated. So too, you have a chiyuv to marry the woman you seduced. No, there's a special miyot that he has the ability to decide whether or not he should marry her. Loi midaitoi. With his will. What does this mean exactly? Here it is, chart number two. In front of you, you have The man must marry the woman. It's an assay. It's a positive commandment. On the flip side, it says, 
It says in the Mishnah that if she's a mamzeres, he does not marry her. Why not? Essa is always Essa pushes off. Essa, if you have one against the other, like on the chart, you have the loisasa of marrying a mamzeres, or any other one of the isurim to marry. The assay, you should, the positive, you should marry her, should push off the fact that she's a mamzeres. Omar Li, so he answered me when I said over, Rav Khan says, when I said this over to Rav Zvid, Rav Zvid told me, hey, where's the classic example? If a person, if a kid, if a baby has a, a tsaras, and you're not allowed to cut off a tsaras, and the tsaras is on his mila, the Allah is that the mitzvah of mila pushes off the loisase of cutting the tsaras. So it's a assay pushes off the loisase. Or a similar case to that. The the say there's no other way to be kind the mitzvah of brismila aval hacham the omrod but over here since she could say I don't want to marry him me the whole assay goes away so according to Rashi we teach her to say I don't want to marry you and therefore the assay of marrying doesn't push off the loisas of Mamzer. And what if she doesn't want? What if she really likes the guy? So according to Rashi, Enochanami, he would marry a Mamzeres. Big Chiddush. But other Rishonim say no. The whole concept falls apart. Since it's so weak, since she could deny it, it's like the baby saying, I don't want to have a brismila, and he doesn't have to have a brismila. So it's a very weak mitzvah. Brismila, obviously, the baby can't say that. So it's a very strong mitzvah. But over here, since she could say and deny the fact that she wants to be married to this guy, so it's a very weak marriage, it's a very weak mitzvah, so therefore, even if she wants to marry him, he cannot marry her because it's a weak mitzvah, and that kind of mitzvah doesn't push off a license. That's how other Rishonim learn. Says the official Mishnah, sponsored by Moshe Cohen, Vatzlacha, with Limerat Torah and Parnos. So please excuse me, I'm drinking directly from the bottle, and I already made a bracha. So Rashi says, we're going to see in the Gemara that this is actually two different cases. A Yisayma, in other words, her father doesn't have control over her anymore. She is Yisayma. She gets the Knas. Typically, who gets the Knas? The father. But over here, she gets the Knas. So she gets the Knas. She has the full power over it. And since she agreed to marry this guy... So the gra on the side says over here that this is a continuation of the other mission that says these are the differences between Oynas and Mefata. So here you have another example. Since she was Nisratza, she agreed to it and it goes to her, so she doesn't get a Knas. Here's the difference between Oynas and a Mefata. This is, this is very important to remember. It says Rabbi Yechanan, who's Rabbi Lazar ben Shamuaz Rabbi? Rabbi Kiva. So he's going in the Shita, and we said the Shita earlier, that Nairo Shinis Arso Garsha. If you have a Nairo, girl who's 12, and she has Simonim, and she got engaged, the Gemara type of engagement with a ring, the whole thing, she became Aisha Sish, and she broke that engagement with a get. So, yes, Rebbe Kiva says, yes, it says in the Pasuk that she is loyarusa. 
But what changes is that she herself gets the knas, not the father. So Rishonim say over here that you're right, she gets the knas, but the other payments of Boishas and Begam that the father gets to keep. Says Gemara, I mean, my, how do we know? How do we learn this? Midiktani, Yisoyma. You're talking about an orphan. So Gemara is Medayim. Yisoyma Pshita. If she's a true orphan, she doesn't have a father, then of course there's no knas. She agreed to be with this guy. Why should why should he have to pay her? The Nairish and the Sarah said, we're not talking about a real Yisoyma. What we're talking about is a Yisoyma Bechayyav. She has a father, but she got engaged and she got divorced. So now she's like an orphan in her father's lifetime. And nevertheless, her father's around. Still, there's no Knas. The Nairish and the Sarah said, Ma Yisoyma, Yisoyma just like the Yisoyma herself. Gets a knas for herself. So too, she was twelve years old and she got engaged and she got divorced. The knas goes to herself and not to her father. They all said this in a big train, in the name of Rav. That even she has a father, she got divorced. She gets to keep. There's no knas at all because she makes decisions. Not her father. Kari Rav the Rebbe Lazar. Rav said about this Rebbe Lazar, You are, let's see Rashi, Tovyona I thought meant the best of, but it's praiseworthy. Says Rashi, let's see inside, Like the word, Ashrei. The Ashrei. In other words, Rebbe Lazar, who Rebbe Lazar ben Shamua, says Rashi. The Talmidish Rebbe Kiva, he was one of the five Talmidim, Kedamrim B'yavamis, Ba'abal Yivim, Toi Dav, Tzadik Beis, Vahayayalam Shomim. We know the terrible tragedy, 24,000 Talmidim, we can't even fathom it, died during Sphere. And the world was desolate. At Shabbat Rebbe Kiva, Etzor Rebbe Senesh Rebbe Doraim, so Rabbi Kiva came and he gave over the Torah, Ushna Lohem, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, Shimbai Choy, Rabbi Loza ben Shamua. Says Rabbi Yochanan, says Rav, it's beautiful. Now we see, Oy vey. I hope my phone is, I forgot to turn my phone off. I hope nobody calls in the middle. If they do, we're going to have to stop and go, okay, it's not live, so it's not the end of the world. Okay. Says Rav that Rabbi Lazar took what Rabbi Kiva said and he gave the pshat to it. He explained what the pshat is. He didn't just say halacha. The Rishonim explained this. Rashba. So you see here, you saw that when you say halacha, you don't just say mutter, asr. He explained why. He explained the reasoning behind it. And therefore, you see that the Torah Baruch Hashem says, Rav, ah, Rabbi Kiva gave it over to the five Talmidim, but we see that we're going to have a Torah. It's going to continue. Ashrei, praiseworthy. It's Givaldic. It's going to continue. Says the Mishnah. The official Mishnah sponsored by Moshe Kohen, Fatzlacha, with Limerat Torah and Parnasa. Eizu Boishas. 
Now we're going to go into the other things as well. And we discuss it, we already know what it is, but it, based on this Mishnah, and it's Kedai to do Chazar. What exactly are we giving for humility? What is the humility and how do we do it? It's all dependent on the one inflicting the humility and the one receiving the humility. Says Rashi, an amazing, amazing thing. Says Rashi, that we're talking about an in-between person, a Benoni. Because if he's a real low kind of guy, then first, if she's very low, she doesn't have that much busha. If he's very low, that guy, schnar in the street, a loser, that gave us that. No. But Rashi over here said a chiddush that I, I, I would never understand by myself. When it's a great, great person, it's also nothing. Imagine Rabbi Vadi Yosef slaps you in the face, like he used to do. So I'm not saying that was a busha. A better example. Uh, I was by Rabbi Chaim Kenevsky, and a person that I was with, and I said this mice a few times, I was making a guy about tshuva, and, and he had a ring on his finger, and I asked him if he could take pictures of me, Rabbi Chaim, and Rabbi Chaim says, I don't want pictures from a woman. And his grandson said, what do you mean, why not? Made a whole joke out of it. He said, no, eh, no pictures from a woman. So the guy's very insulted. He understood what he said. He asked me and I explained to him. I shouldn't have explained. And basically because he has a ring, he called him a woman. So he's mevoyish. Because Rucham Kanievsky, perhaps the bush is not that great. Over here you see it. It's it's nochadaiti a little bit. Rashi says, the, the, the greater the person is, the less bush it is. Okay? At the end of the day, if we're going to talk about Rucham Kanievsky, if somebody does give you busha, then the, it's the greatest thing in the world. Then you take that busha and you say tefillah with it, Reb Chaim Kanevsky says, and you zayichat the tremendous things. You don't answer the person back. You take it and you say, b'schus, that I'm not answering. I should have a have this and this hatzlacha. Baruch Hashem, I zayichat the busha all the time. Anytime I make a, a mistake in the Gemara, the biggest busha in the world. But as I mentioned yesterday, uh, tremendous arachayim in Parashat Vayesha, that... Shimon and Levi, when they took revenge and they took all the money from Shechem, Shechem ben Hamar, they took all the Rechosh, that was because they held that the busha that Dina had was so great because of who she was and, and her status in society and who her father was that all that money didn't even equal to the busha that they caused. The Gam, what does it mean, depreciation? Like a slave on the slave market. How much is she worth before she was violated? How much after? The Gemara is going to explain. Knas. And finally, what is a knas? Everybody has to pay 50 regardless of the status. Anytime there's a limit, like Erech, where the Torah says 20 and 5 and this, or we're going to have soon the 30 of an Eved, the five of a pinyin aben. Anytime there's a kitzvah, there's a certain amount, shav b'chaladim. You can't say, oh, this baby, he's the son of a rebbe, so the, the, the kayan, you have to give a hundred shekel. No, every kid is five shekel. By the way, stam uh, riddle. What davening is answered on the spot? Every time you daven for it, you get the answer on the spot. The answer is, if a chazan gets up there and says, Chaim sheyesh b'em bushoch lima, instead of ein b'em bushoch lima, he says, yesh b'em bushoch lima, 
And there were stories like that, the people did that mistake, and it's a tremendous busha on the spot, and the tefillah is answered right away. Says the Gemara. Who told you that in addition to the 50 that this girl gets, she's also entitled to Boishes Abgam? What if a person violated the daughter of a king? It's 50. And if he, he, he violated the daughter of the farmer, it should be the same amount. Impossible. Oh, you're going with such logic. The Eved who was killed. By a sharhamuad, the the amount is thirty shekel. So you're gonna say eved magalias, a slave who uh, makes holes in pearls. Uh, Margolis is a pearl, not not so much a diamond, but a pearl. If he makes he he makes thirty shekel a day, this guy he's making crazy amount of money. You kill that guy, you're going to only pay 30 shekel. And, and a simple slave that's worthless, all he does is he's a tailor. So they're going to have the same amount? Obviously not. So you see, it doesn't go by your logic. The Torah says 30 is 30 for everybody. So two over here. Mechites says in we're turning to the Daf Memon Another Swara. If two people violated this one poor woman, so the the language is reversed over here. If first Tyson says it doesn't matter that first somebody violated her unnaturally, unnatural way, but unnatural way she remains a psula. So the second guy that violates her, he's chayvaknas. She's still considered a psula. The interesting, the Rishami says that in such a case, that two people violate her, one Kedarka, one Shalai Kedarka, because if both of them are Kedarka, the second guy doesn't have to marry her. Veloisi Elisha doesn't apply to him. But the Rishami says in this case, Veloisi Elisha applies to him, to both. They both have to marry her. So who marries her? The one that she decides, obviously. Says the Gemara. So. So he says as far like this. If a guy violated a woman who's never with anybody, it's 50. So what? This guy who came, who who's boiled her after somebody else was boiled her. She's already damaged good, so to speak. He has to pay the same chamishim. So obviously you see that it's minatoira chamishim. And in addition to that, you have to pay the boishim gam. Say the same svara. By a slave, what? He's a disgusting looking guy, so he's 30. Why do you pay the 50? Because he violated her. Honey, the 50 that, that you pay is those 50 are for the violation. Boishes of Gam has nothing to do with being violated. Boishes of Gam, you pay even if you punch somebody in the face. Nothing to do with the violation. This woman was violated. That's why you pay her 50. So the 50 is on one side. The Boishes of Gam have nothing to do. It's for something else. Rav Omar, I'll tell you another svaro. Omar Krov, Anosana Isha Shechevi, Malah Avia Naro Chamishim Kosev. Hanoas Shechibo Chamishim. 
Because it says in the Pasuk that you give the father to the father of the Ashoich It's for the the Hana, the enjoyment that this guy had. The 50s for the Hana. Michlal, but in addition to that, you also have to pay for the depreciation and the humility. But where in the Torah does it say that the Bajaz Gam goes to the father? Maybe the Knas goes to the father, like the Torah says, but the Bajaz Gam goes to her. Omar Krobin Nurel Beisovia. This is a famous Gemara. Koshvach Nurel Every kind of benefit that this young girl has goes directly to the father. How do you know that when a young girl works, the salary goes to the father? Father has the ability to sell his daughter as a shivcha, as a ama. And therefore, you see from this pasuk that just like if he has the right to sell her as a shivcha, as a ama, and the ama, she's a Jewish slave. Everything she does and makes goes to her master. So, if the father has the ability to sell her off. To somebody else, so certainly he has the ability to take him for himself. Hello, says Gemara. Ma omer maizid l'rabba, maizid says Gemara lomeli. So, but why do I need this drasha? I just said the drasha before. Bin Rebbe Savia, everything goes to the father. Tevigleim bin Rebbe Savia. Elai b'afaris n'dorim l'chsiv. So you have to say. Rabbi Savio is talking about that if the, the girl made a net there, she said, I'm not going to benefit from this, I'm not going to do that, then the father has the ability to annul the nether. And if you'll say, let's learn this idea of boishas and begam from the from the from the darim. If the father has the ability to be made for a nether, the father should take boishas. No. There's two different things. You can't do a binyanav. You can't say, I'm going to learn this from this. One is nidarim, that's isurim, and one is monetary issues. Monetary, you don't learn from isurim. Just like the father gets the 50 shekel knas, so you should also get the boishas, the depreciation, and the humility. Again, the same idea. You don't learn monetary halachas from knas halachas. So how, why do we say that the boy's gun goes to the father? The father could marry her, take money, kedushin, and allow this this terrible-looking person, to be kind to her. Says Rashi, He could uh, trade. His daughter's bia for money to maneuver depreciate her, humiliate humiliate her for money. He has that he has that ability. So if he has that ability, so certainly when somebody else humiliates her and depreciates her, it should go to the father. Says the Gemara, gam. How do we do gam depreciation? How do you evaluate a, a Jewish girl? How much is a person, is he willing to pay? If he goes to the marketplace, there's two women. One is a ba'ula, one is a basula. How much is he willing to pay the difference? 
says Gemara, Shifcha Bula Shamshoi. If she's just a maid doing housework, what does he care if she's a Bula or a Basula? Because he wants to marry her off to his slave. Says Taisvis, by the way, he says, stop. You don't take a Jewish daughter of a Rosh Hashiva and say that whatever a slave in the marketplace, a slave costs $1,000, and if she's a Psula, she costs $1,100. So the hundred dollar difference—that's what she's. That's what you have to give this. No, she's the daughter of the Shiva. What's the connection to the slave? We just see this idea that there's a way to shots up and evaluate a, a woman. Says the Gemara. So what do we do here? He has a slave. But. Why are you buying a shifcha for your slave? Because you want them to have more slaves and you'll become wealthier. So then what's the difference if she's a ba'ula or a basula? It's no difference to you. Sometimes a master wants to, he appreciates his slave. He's not doing it to have offspring, and more slaves, he's doing it to give his slave a gift. And the slave will appreciate more when that gift is a psula rather than a baula. And therefore, there's a difference in the marketplace. So first of all, I just want to say real quickly, we are also slaves. We are avadim takavish baruchu. So you see over here, there's such a concept that the master sometimes wants to gift the slave. If we give him a karas ruach, if we give akavish baruchu, Nachas, then it's only natural for Akash Baruch to give back to us. See this in the Gemara over here. But we have to give him Kairos Ruach, we have to give him Nachas. Another thing, my Chavrusa pointed out to me, he said that he knows a, a man who his, one of his employees worked really, really well for him, and he gifted him a brand new, almost a million dollar home. And he's talking about me, it's true. I, one, one time, the, this guy did tremendous stuff for me, and I was very appreciative. And I, I just built a brand new home to uh, to sell. And I said, you know what? Let me just give him the home. And the guy lives there at the And uh, there's such a thing. I'm not saying he's not a uh, a slave, and he's very very far from that. Very good friend of mine. But there's such a thing that a, a master gives matana to to. Or a, a boss could give him a ton to, to, to an employee or to, uh, to, to, to whatever. Okay, says the Mishnah. Again, we are doing the official Mishnah sponsored by Moshe Cohen, Fatslocha with Limerat Torah and Parnasa. Oh, look what's behind me. A rhinoceros. Unreal. A Rabbi a rhinoceros. Wow. I don't want to scare him because he's going to run away. He's staring at me now. Unreal. Let's go see. Say Shalom Aleichem to the rhinoceros. This is completely in the wild. Raboisai in the wild in Africa. A rhinoceros from all animals showed up here. Okay. He's saying hello. They have very poor eyesight. And this particular rhinoceros, the horn is cut off. That horn that's cut off, 
I think is worth somewhere in the vicinity of a million dollars. And they don't want the poachers to come in there. They come in with helicopters. And uh, they, they just cut, they, they shoot the rhinoceros and kill it and take the horn. So the park decided on its own to cut off the horn. And I'm going to walk away from it so that it could drink. Maybe we'll be able to see it drink. Here we go. Wow. So on the final day, maybe the final day, something like a rhinoceros came. And uh, wow, what a chashivas. That is chashiv. Rabbi it was all worth it. Better than, than all the other animals that I've seen here. Okay. Unreal. Okay. Thank you, Hashem. No, this is part of Torah. Marabu Masech Hashem. This uh, unbelievable creature. It uh, it defends itself. It's massive. It's uh, All it eats is vegetation and it's, it weighs tons. Unbelievable. Okay, let's continue learning here. While you guys enjoy the rhinoceros in the background. I'm going to do this for Yosef. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm very grateful to Hashem Baruch Hu. I thought like the mama scared areas drinking away. Zuck, where are we? Fine. The Eved, you see, we're just talking about Eved that Hashem Baruch Hu has kairas ruach. Hashem Baruch Hu sent a little tap on the shoulder, Eli. I'm happy that you're learning the safari. Let me send you a little gift. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you. Says the Mishnah. We had this already also. Any time that a father could sell off his daughter, there's no knas. So let's see the chart. It says in the Pasuk, that's chart number three. Chart number four as we, we know, and we had this chart many times, there's three stages in a girl's life. Ketana, Nara, and Bogeres. A father could sell off his daughter as a, as a Amma when she is uh, three to, to twelve. But no longer by a Bogeres. So let's see. Ketana, Yeshlo Mecher, Ve'in Lo Knas. He could sell her when she's a Ketana, but there's no knas. Naro yesh lo knas ven lo mecher. But when she is in the red stage, she's between twelve and twelve and a half. He cannot sell her, but there is a knas if somebody violates her. Habigeres, but once she's twelve and a half, ain't lo loy mecher ve knas is neither. Omer Rabbi Yudom Rav Zudi Rimeir. That's only Rimeir. Chacham Rimeir yesh lo knas ven lo mecher. Chachamim say that the. When he could sell her, when she's a ketano, there's still a knas. The sanyo ketano mevaz yimechud the bachet of yishtei When she's a ketano until she's twelve years old, yishlo mecher. There is mecher. Vein lo knas. That's remeir shidem yishtei tov yishtei saros bachet deboga yishlo knas vein lo mecher. Dear remeir. That's what we had in the mission. Shair meyo imer komokim sheish mecher ein knas. Komokim sheish knas imer. Chachamim here's the chachamim. From three years old in one day, until she becomes older. Yes, look, she has a knas. Knas in mecher loy. I mean, it says in the Torah. Let's go back to the chart. What do you mean? No, 
Chacham were only talking to her mayor. They're saying, you're saying there's no knas. We're saying there is a knas. But of course, he could sell her. Or Rav Chizim, my time to mayor. What's the, the logic here? Or my Krov that she decides. When she decides. Rav Omar Kro Naro Afiluktana Bimashma. So we're gonna to have to explain now. If you look at the Pasuk, Pasuk of Tez, it says, Venasana Isha Shekhevima, this is chart five, Laviha Naro. Now look how it's written without a hey at the end. Khamishim Kasif. And it says by Mysi Shemra, Vancho Isa Meo Kasif, Venasa Laviha Naro, Naro is spelled with a hey at the end. So why over here is it spelled without a hey? Says, says the Gemara, Rishlokish says, because it's telling us it's even less than a narrow. A narrow typically is 12 and on. But since it's missing the, the hay, it's, it's even less than that. That's how I understand it. Shomer Rapopi Reder of Chonon, Mibei, Kloiches, Rapopi heard this. Ozalamor Kamidar of Shimi Barashi. Ole Atun, Ahomas Nisulah. The lighting is very bad here, so if I'm mis- not reading it correctly, so you could correct me. I just I'm not seeing 100 percent well. You learn it over here. We learned the same exact thing, but somewhere else. If he says about his wife, who's a katana, that she's mizana when she when they're engaged, Potter, he doesn't have to pay this uh the unchoice of Mayo Kassid, this Mayo Kassid doesn't have to pay. Why? Shinemar Venosnu Laviha Naro with a hey. Naro Mole Dibar Kosov. It's only when she has a hey, when she's 12 years old. What? If the Torah didn't say Naro, I would think even a Ktano of Oxiv. You kill this Nara, you kill her. Now, how in the world can you kill a Ketano? Obviously, she's a Gdaila. So then why does the Torah say, Nara, you're right. The Torah is saying over here, she's already 12. She's already with a hay. Nara spelled with a hay, she's already 12. But any other place in the Torah where it says Nara without a, like in chart number five, La Via Nara, Afiluktana Bemashma. And that means, according to Chachamim, that is a Knas. What is he doing exactly? I don't know. Just very, he's, he's, he's listening to the daf. He's not even drinking anymore. Okay? And we're going to go check him out in a second. That's how they learn. That's even Ketano. Raboisai, have a wonderful day. And now, another minute of Rhinoceros in the Wild by Shkia. Mamish, as the shear finished, he decided to move on with his life. You guys see? Y'all come, there's a rhinoceros. He's leaving. He's not holding on for you.
going to eat a little bit. He had a shtickle drink. My boys have a wonderful day. Manoira Nifleis Hashem.